Hello and welcome to uh, my rather sleepy mind, but I can't sleep and I've been doing some research again tonight. Back to the diet, back to health, exercising. I will still be incorporating fasting. I'm not sure if I'm going to keep doing um, one day a me- one meal a day or if I'm going to switch it up and maybe, I don't know, it's so simple and it makes so sense to do feast and famine, all that kind of thing. It just makes biological sense um, if our bodies are, you know, in an evolutionary survival kind of ordeal when they haven't evolved like our minds have the culture around us. So I do want to incorporate that. I'm just not sure if I'm going to do it on a day-to-day basis or what yet, but somehow I got onto the uh, the diet stuff again and it became the low carb thing again and it really got me thinking you know for my one meal a day what what's going on with it um you know humans haven't counted calories that's a new invention and I always I never wanted to do it like I've said before but I started doing it and it's kind of weird to me to do it I just think that there's got to be something natural where your body just regulates itself naturally and then I saw the food pyramid from like the 70s and at the very bottom was bread and grains and you know from a government standpoint what's the cheapest energy source we can give the population that's going to (coughs) be excuse me carbs and breads the cheapest food is the most unhealthy because it is carbs and you have diabetics and you know i'm i look at supermarkets when i go in there and there's just entire rows dedicated to carbs you got the pop aisle you got the cereal aisle you got the cookie aisle and the chips aisle all like it's there's so many carbs it's just so it's right along with the food pyramid really the supermarket is pretty much the same way the food pyramid is and uh, it's just kind of it's kind of crazy how that is and if you look at the human population at least in America there's a lot of obesity happening and people not really understanding why so you know all those things into consideration I really don't think that we should restrict carbs completely because, once again, if we go to the Paleolithic times, caveman times, you would find fruit out in the out in the wild, you know. It, but it probably wouldn't be that much. Okay, think about it. You might find a blueberry bush, you might find an apple tree, and you might get uh, there might be one apple tree. You might get a, a ton of apples. You might eat them there. But I'm just thinking in general. Also, back in the day, the fruit that we eat now looks nothing like the fruit that our ancestors ate. If you look up a picture of a banana 
that we used to eat. It looks nothing like the banana. It has holes in the middle of it with a bunch of seeds and everything. There's probably very little uh, sugar in there. And so these fruits haven't really, it's like the uh, marijuana thing where they're just in dogs and all this genetically breeding these fruits, these dogs, this weed to be more THC. The dogs have these traits, the fruit to have more sugar. So you got to be aware and rice, I mean, these grains, these breads, this was agricultural revolution. And, you know, that is not something our bodies still have accustomed, have been grown accustomed to. I think a little bit with potatoes and everything, maybe it might be okay. But, you know, that that's not a potato is not the same as like a fruit that's been genetically designed. The potato can only get bigger, I would think. So, you know, I'm thinking about in nature, hunter gatherer. I believe that's where our bodies still are. I'm thinking, you know, you might find a random potato plant. You know, you might find carbs there. Your body's designed to be able to per, um, handle carbs and, you know, deal with them. But some people don't deal with them as good as others. And, you know, it's a bodily thing. But I think in general, um, you don't want to overwhelm your body with carbs. And what you're looking for, if you if you watch Naked and Afraid, they might find some coconuts, but it's really hard to find fruit out in the wild. Uh, you know, I've been into um, the rainforest and there's it's it's so it's difficult. I mean, it's the most survival of the fittest environment you can ever believe. And it, it's it's really hard to find a fruit tree in the Amazon. I mean, they're in there, but they're it's really hard to find uh, a good source of fruit, you know what I mean? So if we're going to simu- simulate this hunter-gatherer kind of ordeal where we can't preserve anything, you're just going to eat what's around and you you might find one fruit, okay? So uh, the fruit has been genetically designed to be more sugary, just like all the rest of our food, cereals and whatever, so I would say that you would want to eat just as minimal carbs as possible, but you still would want to eat them. So you could probably get away with, if I'm doing one meal a day diet, I would only eat one piece of fruit or maybe one cup of brown rice a day. And then I would have, cause we'd need to talk about hunger and how, you know, it's not right for you to put on all that weight. It's the hunger is so off. You're getting hungry and just, you just want to keep eating more and more because you keep putting in this, um, sugar in your body and you got to keep the hunger at a minimum. So that's what I'm saying. But you don't want to eliminate carbs completely because your brain runs 80% on glucose. So your brain really likes it, and it's kind of like a drug ordeal. And I think your body is extremely, extremely sensitive to um, sugar. I think if you put just a little bit in there, it really affects um, your body is like prone, insulin prone just to jump on it as soon as it even senses sugar. I think the body 
Even when it tastes something sweet, like aspartame, it sends signals to your stomach to get ready for something sweet. That's how sensitive your body is to these carbs. So, you know, to say that the carbs would be at the bottom of the food pyramid and fats would be at the top, you know, it's kind of crazy. And, you know, I think you should, the main source of food should be uh, vegetables and meat and you know you cook your meat in um, a fat or you can maybe uh, put butter in your vegetables or you know use olive oil or something like that to have some fats in there too and the because <coughs> the other thing is um, hunter gatherers they would use the entire animal so they would use the liver the brain the heart all that stuff and it's got different nutrients and different and lots of different fats and fish have different fats and all that so you really got to put all that into perspective and do you want to have um because when i look at these diets these fad diets or whatever i i really look at well what could be the problems red meat could be a problem trans fat could be a problem with this so i'm trying just to go into where the body is normally wanting to be at and it's the hunter gatherer that's where it wants to function now can we improve the hunter gatherer modality without a f- like how can we improve it we can simulate the kind of exercise and the kind of food that we would find so you would want to simulate that by say you found a little piece of fruit so that and then throw an avocado in there for fats or you can simulate, you know, eating the liver or the heart of an animal by putting it in some butter, throwing some butter in there in the vegetables as well. Because you would probably um, be grazing on vegetables all day if you're out there in the wild. You probably find quite a bit of vegetables. I know I just being here going on nature hikes or whatever, I would always find onions everywhere. <laughs> In the book Holes, I remember they, they were living on onions. So vegetables are readily available, probably more so than um, fruits. So yeah, I would say you would want, uh, if you're doing one meal a day, this is what you'd want to structure it as. Uh, the bottom of the food pyramid would be your uh, piece of meat, however big you want it. I think you can eat that as much as you want, but I would keep it... I would say fish would be your number one go-to meat to be safe because you can go fishing and catch fish over and over and over. It's a lot harder to catch an animal over and over. Fish are just plentiful. They're there. But if you're not by a river or anything like that, then you would, you'd be forced to eating vegetables and hunting so you know i would say you'd want to do fish most of the time and um you know eggs probably you could get away with eggs a lot of the times too and chicken so i would say you'd want to keep your meat at a fish and eggs level uh for the most part and then you could maybe splurge and go with um chicken at some point and then you could really splurge at like once you could do chicken maybe twice a week and once a week 
you could do some red meat if you really wanted to get crazy with it. But, um, you know, are our bodies um, adapted to like eating, you know, like the agricultural revolution where we had a bunch of goats, we had, you know, cows following us around everywhere. Are we there with our body or are our bodies evolutionarily designed for that yet? Or are they just hardwired to be in the hunter-gatherer kind of place? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if we've evolved that far. I'm not even sure if evolution within our own genes is even has even accounted. If that's not if that's even part of evolutionary of evolution's agenda. I don't even think that's a part of it. I don't know. I think it's just we are genetically designed like animals, but our minds are not. Our minds are different. So our minds are a different evolution than what it and they're creating a different evolution than what our bodies are naturally designed for. So I don't know if our bodies will ever catch up to the way society is around healthily wise uh, you could say but you can simulate it any way you want i mean if the food's there it's going to use it but what is the most healthy so i'm just going back to that and really trying to understand what the body is wanting for the diet and i know that the body is wanting to fast but another question that comes up is who lives longer the person, not a bodybuilder, uh, you know, pumping in pre-workout and creatine and protein powders, they can call themselves natty, but I really don't even think that's completely natural if you got a whole um, cabinet full of supplements. I highly doubt that's natural, but, you know, somebody who is lean naturally on, you know, just eating animal products or, or, you know, just eating what I've already said, maybe a little coffee, um, but, uh, you know, someone who's living that way, who's real pretty built, built to their maximum capacity of that way, do they live longer than people who are not working out as much, who are skinnier, who lives longer? And I think that determines um, how healthy you are. If if that does, I'm not for certain because it just reminds me of like, well, you know, you're probably more healthy being, you know, built. But there's so many injuries. I've heard of so many injuries with uh, weightlifting and exercising. I've heard of people dying on uh, cycling and you know people having heart attacks like Bar- Bob Harper from The Biggest Loser had a heart attack from when he was working out that's crazy so it tells me that um, excessive working out is not um, long term st- sustainable it looks it makes your body look real cool but I don't know that's that's what I'm saying was Bob Harper on you know, some pre-workout, has he been taking pre-workout for 20 years, and it's finally wore him down, was he taking all these supplements, you know what I mean, we don't know, but I, I personally know of two people, who, 
who knew these two people. They literally knew these people. They told me stories that said these people were riding bikes and they had a heart attack and died. One of them died. One of them had a heart attack and now he's back to running and doing whatever. So it's like, what? So I'm, I'm thinking long term here, just like retirement, you know, what is more sustainable? So I'm really interested in longevity and the diet and all that. And I just think that that's something to also think about. Um, but you also have to think about quality of life during those years as well. But, you know, which is a better quality of life? Being in the gym all the time, two hours a day, or being in the gym a half hour a day, getting some decent exercise? Because obviously exercise is crucial. You know, it, that's what the humans have always done. They, they've gone after a kill. But if we go back to, you know, my philosophy here, um, there's not that much exercising happening with humans in Paleolithic times. They're, they're probably running for short periods of time. They're probably walking a ton. And they're probably carrying heavy loads. Maybe not all. If you look at the tribes, though, there's not really that much heavy load carrying, but they all are extremely um, skinny. Untouched tribes, it's, uh, you know, at least from what I've seen. Because you, you want to be agile to catch prey, especially if you're getting an animal. And, um, you know, so what is my question is for exercise, you know, what what is the least amount that you have to do to get the maximum amount of benefits? If that makes sense. Because I think that's what we need to go. And we also need to talk about um, yoga and flexibility. I think that is pretty crucial. But how much is too much? And I have to, I have to think of like, what am I going to be doing? Because you need to be able to sustain this. You have to think, you have to be able to do this when you're 80, when you're 90. So, <coughs> obviously your body's going to be a lot different then, and you have to bring stuff back, but the point of you having to get off the weights, you're able to do deadlift uh, 800 pounds at one point, but now you're 80 and you can't even deadlift anymore. How is that going to help you when you're 80? You know what I mean? What was the point of deadlifting all that? Was that just wasted time in the end? Or did it prevent you from getting a disease because you're more fit deadlifting that? Or were you just getting bigger muscles? And is that the goal? Or are we talking long-term health? I'm not sure. I can admit I'm not sure about that. I just don't want to stop. I want to implement. It's just like putting in money to a 401k. I want to implement what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life right now. So that when up to the day that I die from old ripe age, I am still doing that stuff. And I have to think of what might that be? I'm not sure. I've I've looked up old bodybuilders. I've seen, you know, 70s, 
79-year-old and 80-year-old. Uh, there's a guy on a documentary I just watched today who's 101 years old running a marathon. And he ran his oldest guy to run a marathon, and he did calorie restriction. He didn't run it. Uh, he was just walking it fast. So, and he's promoting fasting. So, fasting is key to long longevity. And we need to think of diet. And, you know, not all calories are the same. So, but if you're fasting, it really doesn't make too much of a difference. Because if you're fasting, you know, the whole point of fasting is to get into a fat-burning state. That's the whole point. That's what ketosis is. That's what carbs prevent you from. It burns up all the carbs. So if you don't care what you eat when you fast and you eat once a day, you will get to the fat burning state and burn up all your glucose right away. Well, yeah, right away because that's what burns up first. And then it starts burning fat. So if you limit your carbs, which the key is limiting. It's not... In my opinion, it's not getting rid of the carbs. It's limiting them. So this is kind of interesting. Uh, You know, I'm trying to figure out this right now so I can do this for the rest of my life and be healthy. And I think, you know, emulating hunter-gatherer kind of um, living, I'm not saying they had it easy. There are probably a ton of diseases or whatever. But our bodies just seem to be stuck in that state still. It just seems to be where they're at. I wish I wish they could process this world around us now and, you know, not be fat and be healthy and all that, but they can't. It's not working. There's a reason because evolution takes so much longer and our minds don't care what evolution says. Our brains don't care what evolution says. We're going to do what our minds want to do and ignore the body and we can't do that. We have to listen to the body in this regard. So these are all interesting things. And yes, I did break my fast uh, yesterday by eating carbs, ironically. And I just was going through it today at work. And I just was craving so bad the uh, honey bun. And it was just plaguing my mind. I went and looked at the vending machines like on four separate occasions. Like, no, I can't do this. I got to make it the whole time, but then I'm just like, man, I blew it yesterday and I'm super hungry and I'm just going to eat a bunch of carbs to hold me down for uh, tomorrow. So that's what I did and uh, a bunch of carbs, a bunch of food. So I had pizza and ice cream. (laughs) I went in on the carbs and I'll tell you again, from my experience, carbs, especially sugar changes my perspective and you know it really affects my brain and it's like a drug it really is much kind kind of like the way fasting alters my perception but not as um drug like it's not like a drug like kind of way fasting is more just a quieting kind of meditative thing sugar is more like cocaine kind of feeling um and just energetic and dopamine and yeah, let's do this, let's do this, let's go do this, let's do this, I can do anything, you know, that kind of thing. 
So I broke it and I did it with the intention of I'm going to eat a bunch of calories, not worry about my calories and just just to hold me down until tomorrow because it'll probably be a while and I need to make it, you know, another 24 hours. So, yeah, and there's also the um, this guy who went on the kind of same longevity journey that I did. He took, but he, he went more serious. He created the 5-2 diet where you're eating five days a week and two days you're fasting. So, and it over the year, I think you a lot of people lose weight doing that and it took England by storm, whatever. But he was just like, I want to live longer. And that's what he came up with was fasting. And that's where our research is currently with genetics. There's some supplements as well. But, you know, the lifespan naturally, I mean, we have to get on a genetic level to make our lifespan expand. I think we are meant to, we have the possibility of living longer and longer within evolutionary, natural evolutionary agenda terms. I think that's that can be in the genes, unlike um, you know the mind refining sugar or you know the mind creating agricultural revolutions, that kind of thing. It's not in um, our body's evolutionary clock. So I think if you took supplements in that regard, it might be better just because it's just hacking your genetic code unlike you know supplements with bodybuilding and the thing with fasting is um, it's a different mentality that's why I think you know building muscle and you know putting in all that time in the gym just so you can eat that protein it fasting is completely opposite of that fasting is your body's repair mode and if you are a bodybuilder trying to put on as much muscle as possible, you're always in go, 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 go mode, um, you know, bodily speaking. You never get your give your body time to fast and regenerate cells. I think it takes like 12 hours to get into that state of regeneration within your cells and renewing cells. And we never fast that long because we're always told that we need to be eating all the time. So that's another thing. But anyway, it's getting really late now. That's where I'm at right now. I always keep trying to progress this, but um, I right now in my life, I'm really I'm trying to beat old age. I'm trying to beat this this stuff that keeps coming up. I I don't like putting on weight. I don't like being unhealthy. I want to do what is the most sustainable. And I just I look at I'm I look at the fitness industry, which it is an industry, gyms, supplements, uh, books. There's a diet industry as well that I'm aware of. And I just have to get rid of all that crap and just look at what my body is saying. And there's, you know, I just, there's something that is a red flag to me about working out. I don't know what it is, but, you know, like I already discussed previously, something seems weird about it. I mean, I've looked at 100-year-olds and they're all skinny. They're not super muscular. 
You know what I mean? I think the skinny takes you way farther because when you're when you're super um, super athletic or whatever, you might not know that. I don't know. It's just I don't know. I really don't know. And it could also be that um, you know I know the bodybuilding culture has a lot of early deaths in it from steroids and all that. We already know that's terrible. But as for a completely natural person who is just more fit and built, I don't know. I don't know who's healthier, who's going to last longer because you're going to get old. So you can say that you can enjoy your life more now, but that's what leads you to bad credit. (laughs) That's what leads you to being um, fake rich. That's what leads you to having no retirement. Your health is your retirement. That's more important than having a retirement fund, honestly. Because even if you don't have a retirement fund, if you're healthy, you're super healthy, you can start working for another 20, 30 years and put back a lot of fucking money in your 401k. And hopefully, you know, even if you start at 50 and you have, you know, another 40 or 50 years left because you figured out longevity. And you at 50 or 10 years away from kind of retirement, you could keep working. It it the health is number one. It's number one before all else. Because you don't have your health, you don't have anything. Steve Jobs even said a quote along those lines where uh, something like he had the whole world, but he forgot about his health. And it, he's a billionaire, he's the Apple guy, and he died from a health-related concern. So we need to figure this out because it's very important. Longevity is more important than anything when it comes to health because whatever longevity says is true, whatever longevity, whatever makes you live longer is going to be healthy. It's going to be the epitome of ideal health because aging is what is bad health. You know what I mean? So that's where, that's the cusp of what we need to be researching. And that longevity research needs to get to the genes. That's the only way that we're going to be able to do this. And gene research is always controversial because you can design a baby you want. They, I mean, even stem cell research was controversial when it first came out. But that's where it needs to be. I don't give a fuck if it's controversial or not. I, if you can alter my genes and I can live to be 150 and whatever, and you can alter my kids' genes to live to be 150, that's what the genes are there for. I think the genes are a technology that we have just begun to tap. Just begun to tap. And, you know, are we creating outside genes? Are we going to merge with machines? These are the other evolution that's happening it's our mental evolution is machines that's what's happening with our minds is the machines are we going to merge with this and machines are going to become ingrained with us we'll upload our consciousness on a computer we'll live forever Uh, i don't know but i would like my own body to live as long as possible and if we go biblical we know that they're talking about people living to be a thousand years old and if that's a myth, okay, 
but if you look at the Sumerian myth, it's also pretty astounding what that Sumerian myth talks about. And I'm not sure how long the Sumerian myth said those people were living, but they were much taller and, you know, much more genetically evolved than we were. Because it, it, it's, it's a starting point. When life started on Earth, the genetic code was very, it was all there already, but it was very primitive. And then it's just evolved to where we are now. So who's to say that genetic code isn't out there somewhere else? Are we to say that this is the only place genetics are found? No, they're found in asteroids and comets. So it's coming from somewhere. It's coming from everywhere in space. So somewhere in space, there is a way more, unless we are the only place that this primal genetic code stuff happened to form and create life. Unless we're the only planet, which I don't think we are. We already know that there's billions of planets out there that have the same kind of conditions as Earth. Theoretically, there should be multiple different genetic experiments happening right now and somewhere there should be evolved beings with the somewhere somewhere in space the genetic code the evolution the the agenda maybe is fulfilled and it's done developing if that's even a thing or maybe it just has no end but there's somewhere where it's more advanced And I'm done. <laughs> I've ranted. And uh, I really got to go to bed. I got to work tomorrow. So that's my mind. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you in the next one. Transpires. What's going on, everybody? Uh, welcome to my mind. And also welcome to uh, Gardening for Gaines's mind. Uh, we are doing our first joint podcast. I've never done this before. So uh, we're just going to jump right in it yo what's up everybody i'm danny with gardening for gains and um what's up so we're just here just to kind of jam a little bit talk a little bit about what we like to do uh you know and just kind of just go from there so um yeah it's not really like a show but uh i think we'll just go down the rabbit hole of everything that we See what transpires. <laughs> yeah, because if you think about it, we're just going to edit the bad shit out so we can just spit off whatever. Exactly. So that's good. But not on here, not on mine, but that's okay. So what, what's Romo Loco like? Uh, is that just, are you just going by Romo Loco? You I don't full know. Name, or I, the, it's like a metamorphosis happening right now. <laughs> I don't, my real name's Tyler Gutman, but I was uh, doing Instagram and I wanted just to make the craziest name possible. So, you know, it's like a Roma Loco kind of style. And I got that from, what was it, Bill Romanowski? Bill Romanowski. Yeah, I saw wow, NFL, craziest NFL players of all time, and he was one of them. I was like, oh, Romo, that's cool. And I can do Loco because I am pretty, I'm crazy enough to do whatever it takes. That's, that's like my Loco. <laughs> my Dude, logo. Yeah, Bill Romanowski is crazy. So he was like, he would inject um, black sheep. Stem cells. What? Yeah. What? He would have a, uh, they did like a 30 for 30 NFL on him, and he fucking put like a, uh, he, he would have like a fishing tackle box full of pills that he would take every day. Holy shit. So I think he took like 
I think over 300 pills a day. What? Like vitamins, supplements, stem cell, like he was doing everything. Steroids for Ster- sure. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. But yeah, they H- were- like HGH, stem cells, just like, you know. That's just like anything, dude. Anything that, to be the best. Yeah, no. He'd like fucking break people's fingers, like in the bottom of the pile. Yeah, just, just wild to, man. Just, just to psycho. Do it. Yeah. I saw a sixty minutes interview <laughs> with him and he's he's freaking crazy. Or it might have been sixty minutes. That's probably what it, yeah, I think that's what it was. But yeah, that's where I got my yeah, Romo that's from. Right. <laughs> that's that's like, okay, I like that guy's mentality. Oh, he's crazy, and then you put Loco at the end of it. But who knows? I don't know. I'm kinda of going through a metamorphosis where I was Romo Loco. For a while, and then I was like, "Well, it's the new year. I'm gonna try to do working out and stuff." So I'm kind of on that. But you know, the music thing—it was like an all-day thing, obsession over it. And it was like, man, Roma Loco was pushing me. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he was obsessed. But that, like, that's tight too. And uh, like, my name, like Gardening for Gains, actually came from like a mix of like my two passions, which is like bodybuilding and gardening. Actually, Adam gave it to me, my brother, and... Um, he gave you what? The name, Gardening for Games. Oh, no shit? Yeah, because it just started off as, like, my Instagram handle, so then, like, we were lifting one day, and then went outside, and uh, that was when I first started gardening, so I had, like, some strawberries and, like, spinach, and hmm. just, like, some plants going. That was and, before the big garden. Yeah. It was, like, the start of the garden. It was, like, where our playset used to be. Oh, Yeah. Did you build it out there first, or was it already out there? So you built that little part? Well, my dad had, like, dug up all the gravel out there, so then I just put plants in, and then we got, like, a shit ton of rain, so it, like, just destroyed everything, because it was, like, that much water, like, six inches of rain. Uh, But, like, that's where it all started. Like, we were outside, and, like, you know, it was right after liftings, uh, and then, you know, I was gardening, and Adam's like, oh, gardening for gains. Because, like, gains is, like, when you're, you know, getting bigger, getting stronger, and all that shit. Getting them gains. Making them gains, bro. Like the Hodge Twitch, getting them gains, man. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So that's where it all started. Yeah, so that's where it all started, so. And then you built the garden next, the next year, or what? So then, like, from there, then I just started bringing in, like, soil for my grandparents' house. Yeah. And then I put in, like, soil, peat moss, perlite. And that's when you had that first garden, too? You yeah. started building it that same year? Um, yeah, at the end of that year, then I started bringing all that soil in to get it ready for the next year. Hmm. And then, like, yeah, I just slowly build that, built that up. And then, um, like, then it was going pretty strong before I, like, moved to my house here in Piqua. And then I actually put a garden in that first year, too, but... But yeah, it's, so it's like that's where it all started. It just kind of spawned there and like. Then you redo it. Like the first one had a bunch of weeds or something, or yeah, it wasn't growing that good. And then you next year you went and redid it. But you were living at your new house. Yeah. And then you went and you had so you got two gardens going on. Two gardens. One two of my massive gardens. <laughs> one of my parents. One of my ha- half of my backyard right now. That so. reminds me of that urban garden. Like <clears throat> actually, people. it kind of like started. You dude, you probably started like got me on to like wanting to grow more or like realizing how like that you can just do it. It's fun. Yeah, it's, yeah. my grandma had, got me into it. I loved it. Your grandma? Yeah. Nice. She said like when I was little, she said you could cut off a willow tree branch, put it in water, and it'll get roots and grow. It's like well, that's pretty cool. And she she made the first garden out there, and then I just was like, man, I want to get a big ass pumpkin. Yeah, <laughs> so you, I grew you did, one. right? Yeah, it was like seventy six pounds that year. I went in, took a selfie with it in the bathroom mirror. I was holding up the seventy six pound pumpkin. I took a selfie and I dropped it and it busted. <laughs> like, dang it! I don't even have that picture anymore either. Damn. <laughs> like shit. 
Man, that's crazy. Yeah, but then I never. I tried next year, but you know, oh, I have grapes now, and so that's where I'm at. <laughs> Blueberry bush didn't do very good, but I'm all about that. That life about growing your own food and it's pretty, it's so. Cool. Where's the grape? Is it just right out back? Yeah, it's just right out back. I don't really have a lot of room for a garden out there right now unless yeah. I just made the entire backyard a garden. Plus, you like got the hill. And but there's also um, edible landscaping, mm. so I could put it around the house. <clears throat> yeah, and, you know, I think some edible stuff looks pretty pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. too. So it's like a like blueberries are pretty nice, but it's like hard to grow in Ohio just because it's like so because it needs acidic soil. Okay. So like. You could like condition it or whatever, get get it the right fertilizer and maybe be okay, but oh. you, it would take a long time. Couldn't you grow one? Or of, throw a bunch of peat moss in there? Yeah, peat it's moss. real acidic. Oh, peat moss is real acidic. Yeah, what it are those? needs like real light, uh, well drained soil. So like throw peat moss and then like just some compost and you're good. Have you grown blueberries successfully? I got some in some pots. Okay, because yep. my mom and me both planted blueberries and they they both died. You gotta put it in pots, and then you, yeah, you just gotta have acidic soil really? or acidic like fertilizer. There's like a special like acid mix, so hmm. it's gotta yeah. be super acidic. Cause like blueberries need like anywhere from like a I think like a four four on the really low end to like five and a half on the high end. What's like normal soil? And then normal plants need like five and a half to like six and a half. Hmm. Cause like seven is like neutral. What's my what's my lawn? Probably. Uh, like it's probably neutral, but too slightly acidic. Really? Because like the most nutrients are available in like the you know six and a half range. Hmm. So it's like all about like that's where the most elements are able to be uptaken the most. Hmm. So like that's that's why like sometimes your like nutrient deficiencies could be like pH imbalance. Hmm. It's crazy. Isn't that those plants that change colors with the, uh, what's that called? Well, just a calculator. <laughs> Getting super nerdy. <laughs> what's that though? What's that? Like geraniums or something? What's uh, the one that changes colors? Everybody loves them. Oh, uh, hydrangeas. Yes, hydrangeas. Hydrangeas. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's based on acidity, isn't it? Yeah. So if you like throw like aluminum sulfate, okay, it'll um, drop the pH of the soil. It'll change colors. Yeah. That's or crazy. you can put like sulfur or like elemental sulfur or something around yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because like see. the more acidic, then it turns the flowers blue. Right. I don't know why it does. That. And then if it's just normal, they turn like just like light green. They're just pink. Like, uh, pink. Like I yeah, see a bunch only, of them. I think it's the only only the pink ones that can turn blue. I think. Huh. And there's probably just a bunch of different varieties of them too. Yeah. You can, every everyone, all the ones that I see, they I've seen them when they get first planted, and then they're all like light green. And they don't have color to them anymore. Like the flowers? Or? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there there are white ones, and then there's like pink, and then purple. They're all kinds. Huh. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Just to get down the rabbit hole of garden. Now, what's like the <laughs> coolest plant? Of all time like species mm. i'll tell you orchids are pretty badass orchids are really interesting they got orchids like the alien look, plant yeah dude they look yeah. like monkeys some of them yeah. look like monkeys and like the penguin or the lion one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they're crazy that's weird it's really yeah it's like really they almost strange. have an intelligence and they know. only grow like in the amazon really really like yeah they're only specific to like really i think it's only the amazon hmm We'll have to get a computer out here next time too. Dude, for real, I could yeah, cause I got that going on. <laughs> but yeah, the plants are freaking cool. I, yeah, I got. Dude, what was it like when you were? Uh, did you ever? What did you see when you were in the 
I just it's the, the jungle. It's the survival of the fittest. So like you would think you would go there and it'd be like a tropical paradise. So it's, like just to give like some context to people that are listening, like if you want to go into it, I went, what did you do? I went down to the Amazon for a, a permaculture retreat That's and tight. other things. But uh, yeah, so we were just like uh, kind of doing what he's doing and. I wanted to go there just because I was this real big. Uh, I was real big into conspiracies. I thought the world was going to end. <laughs> I swore common Ellen was going to destroy shit in 2012. Everything was going to end, but now obviously all that's bullshit and conspiracies are whatever. They're they're interesting, but anyway. So I was really concerned about uh, living in nature and um, how can we live in nature and be in harmony with it and it's it's like a permaculture they're obsessed with permaculture down there and we built gardens out of just the surrounding like you you make raised beds with logs that oh. you chop down and then you you have the plants and everything but just going into the rainforest itself is not very exciting because it's just survival of the fittest so it's really rare to find a fruit tree. It's really rare to find cool looking flowers. It's all green and yeah, you'll probably die. That's why it's still unexplored because it's just, it'll kill you so fast. Like the bugs are crazy. There's snakes that are venomous. There's ants everywhere that'll bite you. And so- So where were you at exactly though? It was in Peru in the middle of nowhere, right by Iquitos. <laughs> and yeah, so wow. we were down there and uh, yeah, I don't know if I want to get into the other part though, unless whatever you want to do. Yeah, yeah. but uh, oh, that's crazy. If people know, they know, and uh, you know, yeah. it was it was one of the most transformative experiences of my life. But like living down there, yeah, I can. It makes you like it's a whole different environment. There's mosquitoes; you can't kill them off, so they just follow you around. And it's it's always like something's trying to eat you. Yeah. If you just wow. if you're just out in the rainforest, just sitting there by yourself like just if you sat in a chair for like five hours or six hours you would be fucked up from <laughs> just things coming trying to eat you it's freaking crazy but yeah like you and they said like it's it's mainly sand on the floor it's like the dirt yeah. is so dude nutrientless and dude it's crazy because we just watched this thing last night on netflix and it's called like this strange rock and it's hosted by will smith and then it has like all these astronauts like talking about like their like the earth from their perspective of being out in space but all that sand that goes to the amazon river mm -hmm. is actually sand from dust storms in northern africa what and it fertilizes like the the floor of the forest and helps like the leaves break down and helps like it just gives more nutrition Whoa. And then, like, that's washed away, and, like, it was talking about how it, like, basically creates, like, all of our oxygen, because not only is it feeding the trees, mm. like, all that oxygen stays in the Amazon, mm. because there's so much life living down there that yeah. it absorbs all that. But then, when you get the rains, and then it washes out into the Amazon, takes it out into the ocean, and then all that silt and stuff is... Um, powering uh these thing these little microorganisms called diatom diatoms hmm. that provide half of the oxygen to the whole world so like ha that happens all around the world but it's like that's so that sand could be from like africa that's crazy isn't that wild it's unreal huh i don't know that's... like it just like blew my mind when i was sitting there watching that because i like had no idea about that 
That's beyond me. I dude, never that, heard of that. Like, I'm sorry to interrupt your story. <laughs> oh, dude. That's crazy. But so what did you guys grow? Like, talk about, like, the, the permaculture. Like, what is permaculture? And then, like, what were you growing? And, how, well, like, what was your lifestyle like? Permaculture is pretty much, like, self-sustainability on steroids. It's yeah. like how you don't uh, – they're really conscious. that They would build bricks for houses out of, like, water bottles filled with trash. What? And, they, you know, they'd use mud. So, like, they're, they're, they said that the only thing you can't recycle, you can recycle everything except, like, uh, diapers and women's uh, pads and shit. You can't yeah. do that. So they <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. But, yeah, so they recycle everything. Uh, permaculture is, uh, you know, you go, you could, all you need is food, fiber, fuel, three Fs, mm. and you're good to go, and you make it all yourself. So they were working on a fish uh, fish farm and they were really big on to um, chickens and eggs and chicken shit and yep. they used the, your own compost shit they make compost out of that because they don't have nutrients in there and they okay. there's permaculture is like this word I don't even know if you have you ever looked into it uh, yeah I mean yeah definitely a little bit but like it's uh, it, it's a little extreme on certain things like and everyone who I fought, like who who I look into seems to have a different understanding of it too. Yeah. Like it's all like there's super strict people and then there's not and then some people are like Ethics super biodynamic like uh yeah, biodynamic of, yeah. this is like when you plant by the moon and all that stuff. Oh, really? So yeah. like some people like integrate that into permaculture too. I hmm. that's the limit. Like I don't know enough to like really talk about talk to it you know yeah. this they had like expert permacultures they were talk. they things i heard was like they there's one person or something that started a food forest that's another term mm. you can look up yeah those are sweet yeah but he started it in like so that's Greenland. like a permaculture then yeah it's okay. like a okay. permaculture ideal because, yeah because that's forest. like the nat the natural like ecosystem that's yeah. what you're trying to create yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. so you, okay. you just you eat from everywhere mm. around you and you're they also said that you're um Every human on earth, you know how many billions of people are, they should be allotted like um, legally in, in the ideal sense. They should be allotted like five acres. Everybody could have five acres of land. Dude, I would kill somebody for five <laughs> right? acres. Right? Yeah. They would just have – everybody could have five acres and then they live sustainably. Dude, you know back in the day like when people were exploring out west, they were giving people 40 acres of land like just to move out west. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I dude, think they still dude, do that, don't they? Or no? Dude, dude if they did, oh my <laughs> god, I'd be out there like that. I know you can. They pay you to live in Alaska, but it's pretty hard to have food for us in Alaska. They, yeah. they, you can. You'd do have it. to do like super greenhouse to do that shit. Yeah, you can do it anywhere. Though. That's sweet. the thing. Yeah, and it takes. Dude, Alaska is one of the fastest, like the hottest selling greenhouse markets right now. I bet because they want to produce food there, so because it's so expensive to ship it now. Right, you know? that makes sense. And they don't want to get it from Russia or like China. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, because yeah. like think about it. It, yeah, and it's so far north. Like, like when shit grows there, like in the summertime, it's getting the most intense heat, like sun, and it's getting it for like. Or not the most intense, but it's like at a good latitude. Well, it's closest to the sun up there, ain't it? When it's uh, summer. Well, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. yeah. still cold, so. But like, yeah, because they'll have sun for like twenty three hours. Or maybe so it they have be. like huge flowers. It wouldn't be colder. It would be because the equator is where it bulges out most, closest to the sun. Actually, like Ohio, it is like one of the direct, most direct points. Because like you think about it, I don't want to tip that but like 
the the tilt of the earth is 23 and a half degrees so it's like that uh-huh. so if you think about it like you know 45 degrees latitude which is just about ohio 40 hmm. like 45 to 35 is getting the most intense rays during the summer hmm, so like that's that. why we get so hot but why um, is the equator the hottest then i don't know if it is oh it's got but it's dude. got different patterns of weather too because like at the equator like I don't know, dude. I don't know either, actually. That's kind of interesting. How hot does it get? <laughs> How hot? I don't know. That's interesting. I should have brought my... Uh, I mean, we can use... We, I don't know should. if that's plugged in. <laughs> can we I didn't even think of that. We're going to have to do this now. Yeah. Well, just... We'll, do you need that... Uh, just put it in. Let's put it up here. Yeah. Plug it. Here, I'll turn this around. Look it up. Yeah, Jamie, never... Jamie, look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie always sounds like he's like super dude, I, high. I think he's from Columbus. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. That could have been me, dude. I knew Joey <laughs> that Diaz. That could have been me. <laughs> it was Joey Diaz lived in my apartment dude. building when I lived in uh, Hollywood. Oh, yeah, dude. That's crazy. Insane. Didn't he like just like bust into your place or like just no he just saw him in the hallway or something no he would hear me playing guitar oh yeah and i'd be playing the doors and like man i I fucking heard that door shit you're playing up there man that's fucking cool man or something dude that's so tight let's see i don't know i wonder if like we should bust out the guitar and you know i wonder if he would actually remember you know you know what i'm saying if you met him i actually put it on there like that last uh he's fucking hilarious he's one of the funniest people probably one of the funniest people he's just like that in person too yeah, he, he has like five. He was living in that apartment building. He had like five cats. Yeah, dude, room. you can't just. That's not. A, that's not an act. Like that's like no, straight up. Like it's just you him. Just, you just are that fucking like on fire and yeah. like funny and like just straight up with people. Oh uh, yeah, he's super real. Like, like my roommate like, he, I likes think people him. Take him as funny when he's actually just spitting some true shit. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and he's like just. He's like your friend immediately. As soon as, as soon as he mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. if he likes like the my guitar player, he's your friend immediately. Yeah, he's. That's, That's how it starts out. Let's see. How hot does the EQATR get? I don't know. Um, 80. Wow. Average annual temperatures in equi- equatorial lowlands are around 88 degrees Fahrenheit. That's, yeah, that's pretty. Uh... During the afternoon, 88. Well, you think about it like. The tropics are where it's going to be the hottest, so it's like, because like, huh, I I don't know, like the weather patterns are just different around there too, because like, the way that, like the, because of the earth's rotation and like the jet, not the jet stream, but just like weather patterns and stuff like that, like I'm pretty sure like the equator like just keeps like a, the hottest spot on earth is... Azizia, Libya. El Azizia, Libya. I don't know what the hottest uh, temperature is. I think it was like 146 or something like that. Or 157, I what? think. What? Yeah. I know the, the dead... What is it? Not the Dead Sea. The uh, Valley of Death. The Death, Death Valley. Valley. Yeah. Maybe it's hot there. So it's not really... It doesn't really adhere to the equator. Really. The Death. temperature... Right, yeah. It's just in different spots. But it is always in deserts, though. Yeah. Uh, whopping 136 degrees. That's the hottest temperature. Damn, I could have sworn it. Well, either way, that's fucking... 
It's fucking scorching. Dude, yeah. You can't, can't have factory workers in that environment. Uh, huh. Death Valley also one one thirty four. Wow. That's insane. So it's not really based off the equator. No. Interesting. Well if you think about it, like we've had 111 degrees here before. Yeah. yeah. That's insane. Like that's insanity. Dude, call like think about how our weather has been in the last Two weeks, it has been so crazy. Yeah, the river we, is so flooded. Dude, I've never seen the river that high. Oh, it's super high. And, like, I, I was just telling Kyla, like, I say that every year. So, like, I've never seen the river that yeah. high. I've never seen the river that high. Yeah. Like, we probably had six inches of rain at least. Like, that's insanity. If that would have been snow, it would have been six feet. Yeah. I think it's that erratic all the time, though. Like, I never watched... Ohio is just a weird spot, too. Like, think about where we're at. You got the Mississippi River, like, to the west of us. We're in, like, a valley, the Ohio Valley, the Miami Valley. Like, we have the Great Lakes to the mm. north. Like, we're just bound to have fucked up stuff. Yeah. Like, we can be affected by, like, the jet stream, like, dipping down into the Gulf. Yeah. That affects us. Yeah. I, I don't know. Oh, it, that's a good idea. Yeah, because I don't... I like not being able to see it. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyway. Yeah. We're just go. getting on rants. Dude, yeah. this, but this, this is what I love because, like, this is what we should be doing, like... We were kind of like, when we first started doing it, it felt kind of weird. <coughs> yeah. It just feels like normal, you know Now we're saying? flowing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we talked about permaculture. I don't know. So, like, what are you doing with your music? Like, what have you been uh, up to lately with it? Well, I started uh, this diet that I've been doing. has been, like, really disruptive. Mm-hmm. Music, trying life. To, music of life. Yeah, I've been trying to implement <laughs> it. And it's been a bitch. Eating one day, meal a day is something else. But... I, at the beginning of the year, I made the resolutions, and I've been sticking to them, but it's weird how goals, you have, you think it's a certain thing that you're striving for, but the way you get to those goals might be a little different, so I changed right. my, because the Roma Loco thing was starting to really um, get obsessive and... Like you're putting it on a pedestal. Yeah, it was... Because I do it with everything. Yeah, it was just, well, I would be thinking all day about... Uh, you know what I'm gonna play next. How long I'm gonna play? How I'm gonna do it? Uh, and it takes I, for one a one minute video. I have to sift through mm. so much shit to find that one good snippet because it's all live and it's not practice or rehearse at all. So I have to find that one yeah, snippet. It takes time. forever. Yeah, and I'll make I'll record for three hours sometimes and find you know I got to go through all that three hours of recording. That's rare though. It's usually like an hour yeah. and a half. But I was like, man, I'm tired of that. I just I want to do it for real, so I wanted to learn that Eric Johnson song, the shredding stuff. So I got to get my guitar back up here to do that. But, you know, I got sidetracked again. So that's that's what's going on right now. And if I'm, like, in a real good, confident, kind of like, okay, I got all my shit taken care of, I'll I'll play a little song on my uh, son's guitar, and I'll post that up there. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I've done for – yeah, that's what I've done for a little bit. But, yeah, music's music's weird. Yeah. You can you can I wanted to have my Instagram completely changed to where it's all uh either progression. So I probably could have posted more progress pieces of me working on that song. It's either progression or perfection. That's what I want mm. on my Instagram. Mm. Mm. So whatever you're progressing to, then you you post what you actually accomplished. Yeah. And make it like so this is all this is a product of my hard work and, and I think people have to respect your hard work. Dude, if you're putting it for in. sure, dude. Plus, uh, yeah, I think that like a lot of people talk a big game, but like nobody, um, 
Dude, like, honestly, like, for me, like, I when I, like, will put my shit on wax, like, sometimes I won't follow through as much with it. Like, if I say something, then I feel like, um, like, I almost put it on a pedestal, and then it becomes for somebody else. And then I don't deliver on it, because then it's not because I want to do it. It's because I think, you know what I'm saying? Like, you prop it up in your mind like that. Yeah. But, like, lately what I've done is, like, the reverse, and, like, being able to use it like that, and, like, say, like... Um, like you know I don't care what anybody else thinks because I'm just like recording my stuff and like it's your life and like just think about like the, just the legacy of it and like just people being able to benefit from that seeing a true like story of progression because like uh, like true progression even involves like a step back because like sometimes a step like two steps back will take you like five steps forward yeah recalculation if, if, if you like use it as like a slingshot like slingshot instead of like a fucking like mm. a pit you fall in mm. yeah that's some shit right yeah now. <laughs> that's, well, that's how goals go i think i think yeah. we i think we have a, a mystique about goals where it's it's just yeah. one straight shot and you know checking the box yeah you, know, you have these very like that like um hard to define goals like you know you need to be healthy you know you have your passions where and you know it's opportunities that you create for yourself and you follow them, but those opportunities, you don't know how to, where your passions might take you or how you get there and where your end goal might be. Because mm. you know you can see it from here, but as you progress, oh shit, I see something else. So how am I going to keep progressing, take into account this new thing that I've seen and keep progressing? That's why I've been sketchy about making YouTube videos and, and niching myself out too much because... Mm then it's hard to progress because then you become this, because there's, there's the intermittent, intermittent fasting guys on YouTube, that's all their YouTube channel is about. And yeah. is there a better way? Are they, can, and if there is, since they have half a million subscribers, can they even go that way anymore? I don't know. See, and that's where I think like, um, I, dude, that's where I get so caught up too because like, I think that too about gardening, but I also don't want to paint myself into a corner of like just being a gardening guy. Well, the good thing about that is gardening is so vast. Exactly. There's, there's so, so many, many different. Do. Yeah, there's so many different things. Like, like I'm gonna be doing like full out like just growing in containers, in root pouches, smart pots, like fabric containers. Yeah. And like nobody's really doing that. And it's like that's a really like urban gardening kind of thing. Yeah. So like, well, you are like, an urban gardener. Yeah, you're even right though it's a small city. town. Yeah, even yeah. though it's a small town, that's why I always say I'm like, well, I'm like not really like urban. A but city, I'm in town, yeah, a city, urban, yeah. So by definition, exactly. So I'm like mixing all my own soils and like adding beneficial stuff and you know beneficial bacteria and fungus. It's like you know organic and like working with nature and how nature actually works. Yeah. But like doing it in a different kind of system. But like, but I, I just went on a, on a tangent there. But like, as far as like YouTube, like that's where like, you know, I started the vlog um, as like just documenting my life and then like showing different portions, like me and Kyla working out. Like, yeah. and like honestly, each one of these things that I'm showcasing in a vlog, I can make my own video out of it. So it's like, you know, which way do I go? And then I feel like it's just unlimited content. So you could go down each one of those separate vertical yeah. rabbit holes and then just keep branching out. It's just like a tree of content mm -hmm. from there. So, but like, also to, though, to you me, might discover a niche though. Yeah. And then true. that's, are you going to capitalize on that? Yeah. 
But but then is that like, the best? Is that the ideal to capitalize on it or to keep progressing? Or is, I, I think I if it's like something you want to do, like definitely, like yeah. if, it's, if that's your niche and like you feel comfortable in it, and you're getting support, you're like if you've built that community with that intention, I think it's cool. But like sure. that's why I'm not like I'll do lifting, like gardening for gains. Like I built that name, like I chose it and kept it because it did kind of encompass the full thing. Yeah, and then it's like gardening and like you can do it in the city but then gains and like you know it's like making gains in your whole life not just like lifting but like well gardening healthy. is like gains too you see the growing exactly and everybody eats gains. everybody eats and that's the gains right there like you you're gonna get true gains if you eat like your leafy vegetables and you're getting your micronutrients like your calcium your i mean yeah. calcium is so huge and like no one's getting enough and like that's Dude, yeah. It's What's the ideal health? Ideal health. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm trying to figure that out right now. I can't really. You're tr- oh, that's like your kind of quest this year. Well, right now. Yeah. <laughs> that's where I've been led to because I, you know, I was working out. I want to light another one. If you want. Because I was working out and I'm like, I'm not seeing, I know I'm getting gained, but I'm not seeing them. So now I've got to slim down because, you know. But it, it takes a long time. Like, yeah. Uh, like, what what kills me the most is like people are like, oh, I don't want to lift weights because then I'll get big and bulky and like I want to be athletic. So, <laughs> and it's like if it was that easy to get big and bulky, then everybody would be big and bulky. Yeah. Like, you like, well, like these professional athletes, like they're agile. Like running backs are like super agile, super fast. Yeah. And they squat seven hundred pounds. Yeah. Like, well, they're they elite. It's just about stretching. Well, they did studies Yoga, that say dude. like the big the big mice that reproduce a lot that are bulky they don't <laughs> they don't live as long as the skinny ones. So I'm trying to figure out what's like bulky on a mouse though. Yeah, like is it muscle or is it fat or well, what? I I don't know what the hell it is. I gotta look into it. But yeah. it's that longevity research. Yeah, I'm trying to think yeah. of well, what is what is exercise like? What's the epitome? What are you? Your body is just like a thing that can do what you want it to do. And it just depends on your goals, I guess. Exactly. Right? I mean, right. But I mean, what would be really the best right. goal? <laughs> what would be the best goal with fitness? I think there's a... Uh, it, I think it depends on what you want. Like, but the bet, like the optimal for like, what's, what's the goal? Is yeah. it long, like... Well, you got to think of like, are you going to be able to... your longevity? Yeah, you're going to be able to lift, deadlift 700 pounds when you're 80? Right. Is that possible? We don't know. I, that's true. all the bodybuilders that are from the past that are now getting to 80 they're probably steroided out or they probably didn't we have a dude yeah steroids like this, is like and that's a whole other thing because like that makes you into something like these bodybuilders now have these fat oh, stomachs bubble gut yeah it what looks, is it called turtle shell yeah yeah dude it's like cool I, no, like well, I don't know like what, it's not natural like, no it's not natural it's bullshit and like it's fake and like but what what this is bulkiness? I hate that. Like, can you wipe your own ass and yet you're you can deadlift twelve hundred pounds. Yeah. Like, what what's yeah. going on there? And I feel like that's like, I don't know. Like it, it's a shitload of hard work, but it's like um, it's just body dysmorphia disorder yeah. a yeah. little bit. You know, I think some people just want to achieve the most that they can achieve, and like that's the route they want to take. But like like Adam, he just takes the natural route, and like yeah. he's huge. Yeah. Because he's eating like. He eats, dude. He'll eat a salad. He'll put it in a bowl, like that's like literally like this big. Right. And he'll just eat that whole salad. You said he fasts too. Does he fast? 
thought you told me intermittent. I'm fast. sure he does. Yeah, because I said like he, was, he he always messes around with every little like I think he did like a little bit of keto stuff and it's really? just like you kind of have to test it before you can really knock it. Yeah, I mean I don't know for sure if he did it, but um, I'm sure he did. I know he's put fucking butter in his coffee. Oh yeah, butter <laughs> coffee, dude. That's so gross. Well, that's well, that's what happened to our diet is they said fat was bad, so they took fat out of everything and they just loaded yeah. up with sugar to make it taste good. Seeing like, yeah, fat is definitely not bad because like, no. it coats like your neurons in your brain yeah. and like your, I mean, your nerve, your like, your nerves go throughout your whole body and like, that essentially is a neuron that's yeah. in your hand. Like that's why I think fitness and your brain health is tied like, oh for sure, so tight. Yeah, like, what you know, like mental health and like psychological whatever. Yeah. Like, you gotta, but you gotta like keep that. Fat is like the transporting molecule. You just for don't. Everything. You don't want to be fat, but right. you want to eat fat. Yeah. I think it's it's carbs because they make you hungry. And if you're eating, like I, I saw a video yesterday where they're saying back in the day you were not allowed to eat between meals. Mm. They say your mom would say don't eat between meals. Yeah. But now it's eat all the time. See, and that's the weird thing. So like Adam will eat like. But he he. Five how much calories does he expend though? Well, that's a the shit, thing. He's bro. a trainer, so he's like standing on his feet all day. So it, he averages out at like he works sixteen thousand steps a day. He works out. He works yeah. at a gym. Yeah. See so like, yeah. So I mean, he's always like walking around and yeah. like. Because that guy that uh, Blake two hundred one that eats like those four thousand calorie meals and he's like fit as fuck. Yeah. He they he was on the Doctor Oz show and he burns like three thousand calories a day. Right. So that's how you're pulling off all. Yeah. That, the calories. It, it just depends on like your. BMR, your base metabolic rate. But a calorie is not a calorie. Like, different calories do different things. Right. One, uh, fat, uh, carb calorie stimulates insulin. Protein calorie won't do that. And an alcohol calorie will make you drunk. Yeah. Fat calorie won't make you drunk. So, and yeah, and then, like, all of those have different, you know, the different uh, amounts of energy per yeah. gram or whatever. So, like, carbs and protein are four grams think protein might be it's like that's like the general and then general of what like grams per calorie or oh, something okay. like that hmm. wait I'm how does it go I can't calories remember. per gram that's what it, three calories three there's like four calories a gram of carbs has four calories okay there yeah go. there you go a gram of protein has four calories only four in a gram a gram of fat has Whoa. nine calories hmm. a gram of alcohol has seven huh. or so and and they all have like var- different variants and like you know if you look at like a protein sh- uh, protein bar they have like oligosaccharides and like they have all these weird things and like those all have like varying amounts of calories in them Hmm. So it's kind of like aspartame, you know, a little bit, like as far as like, it's just weird out sweeteners. Or how like, much of a mystery, dude? Like, I was just saying this to Kyle. I'm like, why is it that food science, like nutrition, is such a fucking enigma? Yeah. And yet we can act. We act like we like everything is is a constant in the world as far as like other things go, like space and you know all this shit. Yeah. Yeah. And food's like well, there's but, an industry behind it, diet books. Fads, all that shit, and pharmaceutical companies, all that. There's no like it's pure science, and why? Why? Yeah, why is why it such an enigma? Fig- why haven't they figured it out? Like I don't understand. Yeah, like I think and the is fi- it just the variable of the human plays such be. a role? Could because different people like you have diabetics, 
who are yeah. super sensitive. Yeah. And you have people that aren't to sugar. And Jamie, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't... And you would think there'd be one, like, a worldwide um, congruence or uh, agreement on this is the diet for the humans. This is what humans should eat and how much and all that. But there ain't. I don't know why. Right. It's not, the government ain't going to help you. They have the food pyramid from the... Or what is it now? Well, the yeah, food and it's, steps. Always, it's always changing and it's like... It just needs to be based on science. And like, yeah. that's the problem is because people will never weigh their food. Like the FDA, like even labels. Well, if you no matter how much they're changing them, the labels, like it's an average. Yeah. Everything's average. So it's like, okay, it says 16 grams of carbs on here, but it could vary by like 20%. Yeah. Well, then there's, there's calories. And then people who eat uh, low carb diets, they don't worry about calories and they lose weight. So... Yeah. It's like what is what is what's happening? Why is this so? And what is well? Think about how like confused like our bodies are so complex too. Like I got yeah. I got a twenty three and me. I did that and like sh- it shows like all my DNA and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like so it's like my ancestors are from Great Britain and Ireland and Sweden and Switzerland and Netherlands area. You know Germany hmm. and even like in Africa. So it's like. When all that stuff mixes into your DNA, like, how could you ever, like, calculate what's going to be, like, switched yeah. on or off? And, well, you like, know, like, allergies. People are allergic yeah, like, to kiwi. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Or, like, pi- people – I know a lot of people are allergic to, like, pineapple. Yeah. It's like – that would make sense if you're, like, of Swedish descent. You've – like, if you're, like, from this area of the world and not from, like, the area where pineapple grows, yeah. it would kind of make sense. It's just, yeah, it's it's very it's like a healthcare. Or it's probably, it's like probably a as confusing thing. as health insurance, right? Like <laughs> exactly. honestly, because that just it just reflects like anything that can help you. No one will give you guidance on it. Exactly, because they're they're afraid. Dude, yeah, if, exactly. That's if, why you got to find the like when you find someone who's real and like just spits truth. You just got to follow someone like that. Yeah, you know what I'm if like, you can find them in your life like that, exactly, which is super rare. Dude, that's like Kyla always spits truth. She okay. don't care. She will hurt feelings. She don't give a fuck. <laughs> I see. That's a good one to have there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she just straight up about shit. But then good. What, that's good though. What are we talking? If we talk longevity though, like what is exercise longevity? Longevity. Much? So like, like that's, we want it to be like, dude. That's like the that's like my whole thesis is like that's like gardening. I know the inputs of my garden. And I know what it's going to output into my body. Like, it's the input into my body as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, like that's, you know, I know that I'm getting a lot of nutrition that way because it's not being packaged. It's not having pesticides on it. It's fresh. So that's like a longevity because it's a really high antioxidants. So that, like, oxygen is what makes us live, but it's what's killing us too. Well, it's, that's the way with water too. Like, yeah. I find it strange that water is what sustains us and it's probably the most dangerous weather phenomenon that kills the most people every year. Flooding, Man, tsunamis. But like there's nothing worse than Think a, about the floods in like Egypt. It brings like exactly. nutrition. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's, nutrition to those like that's how the farms get their water. That's, that's us crazy. as a human. That's us as humans. That's our we live off of something that can kill us. It's all about managing that uh balance nature like yeah it's crazy it is kind of crazy like but that, that's the that's the nature of like that's just nature like i was thinking about this the other day is like you know good and evil is like 
just all an exist. interpretation. It doesn't But when exist. you accept that it is, like it just is part of the game, then that's when you can start to conquer shit because then you realize that it's just about progressing and just moving forward and like building your dominance and like whatever you're trying to do. But progress brings happiness. That's a exactly. Tony Robbins quote. For real. Yeah. But if you think about it as well with the water thing that can kill you, your body can really thrive off of murder, off of murdering animals. It, it, <laughs> you got to have iron, bro. It was, it's how you survive is killing. I, killing is survival. Iron and protein and creatine. Yeah. Dude, because, like, honestly, like, that's another thing. Is like, creatine, ever since I started um, taking creatine again, dude, I feel like I'm on another level. Hmm. Because what I do is, so creatine monohydrate is, like, a lot of people think that it's bad because it's, oh, you're not natural because you eat creatine. It's in, like, red meats. It's Less in refined. fish. It's like sugar. It's refined, but it's coming from somewhere, like, what, I don't know, I guess I don't know the process, but I know that it's pure. It, like, the one, the one that I take is called Crea Pure, so I know that it's <coughs> a, like, a highly soluble form. Hmm. And then, so what I do is I mix it in with my smoothies, which has got berries and pineapple in it and orange juice and like that sugar. Jesus, that's a lot of sugar. Fuck yeah, dude. So it's like 60 grams of carbs. Yeah, that's a lot of carbs. And 40 to 50 grams of protein and probably like 2 or 3 grams of fat or whatever. Do you ever crash one of those carbs? Nah, dude. Because like what I'll do, so that's that's my thing is like I intermittent fast from like 6, 6.30 or 7.30 at night until 1.30 okay. the next day. Pretty decent. Yeah. That's 18 hours. Yeah. 18 hours, right? Well, 12 plus 5. Yeah, right around there. Yeah, 17, okay. 18 hours. I think you're only supposed to do it. Yeah, the intermittent is 16 off and 8 hours on. So you're doing longer than intermittent. But you're still intermittent fasting. Yeah. You're okay, just so doing let's longer. just say I stop at 7.30, 8.30, 9.30, 10.30, yeah, 11.30, 12.30, 1, yeah. 2, 3, 4, 5. That's just in the morning. 6, 7, 8. 9, 10, 11, 12 is... No, 17, 17, 18 hours. 17 or 18 hours. That's insane. That's good. So then what I'll do is I'll have that, and, like, that just puts me at the perfect level for the day because then it's, like, I have my coffee in the morning, so when I wake up, I drink, like, basically a pot of coffee (laughs) prior to work. Like... I wake up at four, a pot of coffee. I wake up at like four fifteen to four thirty in the morning. Yeah, drink my coffee, work on my videos, uh, post on Instagram, read yeah. a book, whatever the fuck I want to do before work. I don't. I haven't really gotten on the lifting train. So then, I, even sometimes I'll go into work early, and then I'll take a long lunch. And but you do that at lunch. You do that good billionaire strategy of like waking up super early. But like, I just feel. Like I, when I realized that I wanted to do more shit, I realized I needed more hours in the day, and like that was time that I was just wasting every morning of trying to wake up. So I just forced myself to get up. Yeah. And then once I started doing it, it was just like, as soon as I got up, I'm good. Like yeah. this morning, I freaking woke up at five five thirty again. Like no matter what. Yeah, the weekends are tough for me. I always get the weekend yeah. fuck it, like Friday fuck it's. Yeah. It's Fuck it, it's Friday. I'm going to celebrate or some shit. Yeah, Friday I just Hate crash. It. I just crashed, Man, dude. I got to like, get on that level. I ain't like, there yet. I was, yeah, still yesterday. Still. 
like sometimes if you if I let work get to me too much, then I just crash. Like if I'm just trying to do too much at work and like taking like think if you think about shit and take it too personal, then you just like you can't do that. I you figured, know what I'm saying? This is a good social cue that I figured out is don't ever dwell on shit. Just mm-hmm. if they get you, they get you. It's yeah. a game. They got you. Then you just wait till get next, them next time. time. Yeah, and dude, that's come so up, true. They'll come up to you again. Let's let's try something. You just oh, get them back that time. You got it, man. The dwelling doesn't do anything. True. It's it just just keep going. Because then next time Pick you yourself s- up and go. Next time you see him, you'll be ready. Yeah. Like oh, he got well. All right, that's how we do it. Damn. It's it's a social um, structure. I mean, it's yeah. like a that's why fighting is still so popular. It's because that's yeah. the way the world it works like that. Yeah. Can't be a lover, not a fighter in this world. I think that's why a lot of bullying was an issue in the 90s and uh, 2000s. Not maybe. It's still an issue now. Social but. status. And like, dude, people were harder back then. Like, think about it. You you had to prove yourself in a social, true social setting. Now you can prove yourself in the form of writing, poetry, like pictures, art. Like, Instagram is whatever you want to make it. Mm-hmm. You don't have, you're not confined to like... Well, I was saying, like, I think it was conflicting uh, pacifist ideas with parents who weren't pacifists. Now, all we do, we all know now, don't be a fucking pacifist. Yeah. Just don't, don't be quiet. Dude, the 90s was, like, a weird time because, like, when you were in it, that shit was happening. But if <coughs> you go back and watch stuff from the 90s, it was, like, so heavily, like, liberal propaganda. Yeah. What, not, like, in a bad way, but it's just, like... You know, like that's the why the our gen- <clears throat> generation has like this, um, like save the planet. Like think about Captain Planet, dude. Yeah. Like, so much stuff, and like even when you, no matter what you watch, it, it's all kind of like geared towards like you know think about <coughs> this. Like don't play. Dude, Dexter, all them cartoons though, they were dark as fuck. Dude, they were. Like, why? Courage the Cowardly Dog. Courage and I Dexter's Lab. It's fucking dark shit. If I remember, I haven't seen I mean, it in a long time. Yeah, that's true. Courage was fucked up. Are you afraid of the dark? Like a little kid's scary show. Yeah. Do they even have something like dude, that anymore? Even like Doug and like Rugrats. Rugrats was, kind of was scary. fucking scary, dude, dude. They got that on Hulu. Me and Kyler are about to. Watch. We were gonna watch it last night, and I. You know what I found out with those shows? It's it. like. If they're 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 not as good as we remember, dude. Rugrats is. But I haven't seen them. I just I was watching all that. That's what I was. I was like, oh. I'm... It's so loud. Dude, dude, the Amanda show. I, saw I can't believe that we were allowed to watch that, too. I remember, like, Adam got me on that. The because, Amanda because show? I was always, like, hesitant about it. Like, I was always hesitant about, like, things that were popular. I don't know why. I'm just, like, countercultural like yeah, that. Hipster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, hipster, yeah. But, like, Adam was on it. So then, but then I like, was, like, hooked once I started watching it. Did you see it recently or something? No, I can't remember when we last. I think me and Kyla like stumbled upon it somehow, like a couple years ago. And we were just like, "What? Okay. It's so loud." <laughs> it was like they were. They had to be on drugs. They what? had to be. I don't know, dude. Have you ever what? I saw a video on YouTube. And it's like dude, Drake. Drake Bell. Oh yeah. We had the same birthday. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, I have a Cheech's birthday and Alexander. No shit. Yeah. Chong, Cheecher Chong. Caesar too, right? Yeah, Caesar. I thought it was Alexander, but it's Caesar, yeah. Uh, my my birthday, I also share a birthday with uh, Tobey Maguire, who was Spider-Man. Okay. And then uh, Helen Keller. Wow. And uh, Ross Perot, who was like, I think the first, or one of, he's an American billionaire. That's all hmm. I know. I think a senator too, maybe. Hmm. I don't know, I like Caesar. Caesar's my, 
my dude. Dude, that's pretty tight. Cancer. Uh, Cancer in the house. Yeah, but what happened to Amanda, though, dude? Did you ever see that oh, video well. where she's all blo- bloated and, like, like hair and all in her yeah, face and shit? That's dude, that, like, it's like, child when, sex stuff going on. I was going to say, when you're a child star, like... You got all these adults around you who are not being supervised by the parents. It's a breeding ground. I mean, it's there's so much conspiracies with it. I don't know if any like that one dude Corey Feldman came out with all that shit. You remember that? He's like a child star. He's saying he's he's gonna make a movie. It never came out. I looked it up recently. I like whatever happened to that guy? Yeah. So I don't know, dude. Dude, Yeah, that that stuff's wild. It's freaking trippy, dude. Like I. That's why I'm like, yeah, I'm glad that I never like. God. Not like we would ever get into like being like uh, an actor like yeah. here in Ohio. Well, I was thinking about that with my kids. Like, well, yeah, maybe. I mean, he's cute. Maybe, but like, good, but yeah, if someone would have said, uh, "We want to take a picture of your kid for uh, the Sears catalog," my parents wouldn't have said. Well, they probably would have said no. But, but like, some kids did better though. Like Keenan, he's on Saturday Night Live. Seems yeah. completely normal. Uh, like Nick Cannon is like billionaire. Well, I don't know. He's kind of weird though, too, a little bit. For real. I, I guess I never watched any of his I've shows. seen, like, a video of his. I was like, what in the hell? It was like a YouTube video he made. Dude, some was... people just, like, they just get weird because they just want to stay relevant. I don't know if that's what he's doing, but, like, I just feel like so many people... Soldier like, Boy just comes out of nowhere, and he's, like, in the culture again. It, I, I heard about it, but I didn't, like... Uh, he was, I didn't pay attention to it because I'm, like, I'm, I'm not going to give you the time yeah, He's, like, talking about fighting Jake Paul and... Dude, that's got to be, like, a Gary Vee thing because Gary... I think Gary Vee's... Gary Vee, like, they rep Jake Paul. Oh, what? Yeah. Really? Yeah, they're... It's better than Logan. I think they're both... But that's YouTube. You probably haven't caught up on YouTube. I don't... I, yeah, I don't... I've never watched any of their videos, honestly. <sighs> I've watched them, like, the Suicide Forest thing. It was crazy. He, like, uploaded... Dude, yeah, that's Did you see up. that? I heard about it. Yeah. I never watched he it. put the obviously. dead body in the thumbnail and shit. Like, dude. Dude, that's fucked up. And there's actually a Shane Dawson documentary. I don't know if you ever heard of him. But he made one, like, on conspiracies just recently. Yeah. And there's one where he's, like, showing all the suicide that's, like, found in kids' cartoons and shit. And it's, like, a lot. Really? Like, graphic. Wow. It's like, what the fuck is that? Propaganda. Well, that goes back Propaganda, to... Propaganda, dude. I, like... It goes back to, like, the darkness. Why, why is there so yeah. much darkness in kids' shows? True. Yeah. I don't know. It, the world's see, weird. The entertainment And that's the thing, too, is, is, like, the people that do make cartoons, like, think about it. Like, when you're an artistic mind, like, you think that your, like, your perception of the world, like, you need to show it, and some, like, it's so easy to go to the darkness versus trying to show the light in life. Because, like, people have the wrong perspective on shit, because, and I know it just because I used to have a darker perspective on life. Yeah. And then, like, when you change it, then it's like, how did you ever, how could you ever see anything, like, not see the light in everything? Because even, like, like, you have to have darkness in order to find opportunity like you have to have like something telling you no for you to find another way to do it well i think it just sucks being a kid too like you you have your own house now you're a functional human being society here if you're a kid growing up you can't go anywhere you can't really you don't have control yeah you're you're enslaved to your parents essentially so you know i guess that could lead to some things especially if your parents have bad parental um, philosophy. Yeah. Uh, you know, Which I don't think, like, I don't feel like I had that, but it's just like, but I know what you're saying. Like, I always felt like, like, just like a problem with uh, authority. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's what all dude, kids go through. I because, think. I mean, 
uh, like I just feel like hot. Hold on. Yeah, you're turning that down. But like, yeah, dude, I just feel like people, um, like people should inherently be free and like. You know, that's the problem is that people don't have a belief in people and that's why things don't get done because when you don't believe in people, then you allow people to like perform like under the radar. Like you should never waste your life and waste your time with like trying to be low key when you know that you can be so much better. You know what I'm saying? But but like it takes that your own conscious realization of like knowing your own gifts and like where to like what seeds to plant mm-hmm. I think the big realization is this world is hard but that's what makes succeeding possible it's a Dude, it's yeah, something true. real it's that uh, that paradox shit yeah, it's like something real like if you got a good job there's a reason for it you're doing something real for society that society needs right and you're getting paid for it and it gives you like okay this is real but you also have the possibility to be a heroin addict. Right, yeah. And you, you have the possibility, there, she's getting that. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Win. <laughs> I'm gonna grab this notebook too. Just in case we wanna like write something. Good, good call. But, um... Dang, what were we talking about? I'm sorry, I lost it as soon as I got up. The realness, something that's real. I think we can, that we have, I mean, you can shut yourself off from it and not strive. That's what capitalism is. We're in a capitalistic society. Exactly. And that's why. But like, that's just like nature though too. Like what happened, what happens in like, in the jungle? In the jungle. (laughs) Yeah. But like, seriously, it's just like, you know, like. Like entrepreneurship and like capitalism is just a like a modern uh, euphemism, like modern form of of reality of an ecosystem. Like it's all about like the best ideas win out and like sit at the top yeah. or have the most like like the biggest uh, like herd within the pack. Well, or, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, it's changed from like okay, there's like merit wins out. Like, think about, like, corporations and companies as, like, many watering holes in a desert. There's only so many watering holes in this desert. So, you got to drink from one of them, and you're going to have other people drinking from that, too. So, you better be proven that you can... You better be proven to those people around you that you are allowed to drink at that watering hole. You know, if you you ain't getting... If you ain't doing... I don't know. That's, like, survival. There's only so many watering holes, and the money is now... What we're, instead of us trying to uh, hunt down a, a fucking uh, buffalo, we're just trying to make money. Yeah. Because we don't, our money gets us that buffalo, so making exactly. that money is that hunting. Yeah. That's capitalism, I guess, in a nutshell. But yay, let's be communists. Let's be socialists. <laughs> no. <laughs> nah, dude. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like, um, like, no matter what, like, the world is going to more of, like, a community... I'm just going to put it out here. But why do all utopias fail? Because. Why can't we have it? It makes sense, dude. Like, it just makes sense. Like, we got everything taken. But there's no striving. If you have a utopia, you're not striving. And that's what the mind does. It strives to do something better. But what are we striving towards? Dude, the problem with the utopia is it's like, 
they all fall apart. They all end up killing themselves. Yeah, it all falls apart because in order to have a buy-in for perfection, it takes like a like to be the like from the leader's perspective, it's easy because you are in charge. But you don't want anybody else to have any power. And that's the problem is that people need to have autonomy, and that's why capitalism always works because it you it'll know, work forever though. Maybe not. But I'm sure I'm sure it'll adjust, but there's nothing in the world that's stronger. I mean, even China is it's a communist country. It's kicking ass. But dude. they're instilling a programmed capitalism into the society. Like they they urge people to become entrepreneurs in order and that's why there's so much Chinese shit that floods into yeah. the market. Well you don't see it's cheap and it's you know, they just do work because they don't want to let their country down and they don't like they don't work like normal hours like we do. Like they do it to live. Like that's a lot of people over there it's are crazy. fucking overworked. Exactly. They, they had to like implement because people were like committing suicide because they were working too much. Yeah. Well, like right now is Chinese New Year, so it's like, and it could go on for like a month because people will leave the factories and they'll go travel, you know, however long back really? to their family. I know they and did like, that. Then they take like two to four weeks off. Huh. Yeah. Makes you wonder, like, capitalism or communism's kicking ass over there, though. But is it? I mean, they're better than the United States when it comes to industry. And why does Japan always have... Like, why is everything run by Japanese people over here? Well, Japanese, like... <laughs> we all work they, for the Japanese people. They invented, you work for China people at, at AM Leonard. You import no, everything from China. No. 80% probably. <laughs> no, actually no. Really? Because... Uh, well, there are like there are certain things that you have to import from China, so it's just like especially when you're living in a when you're living because no matter how like isolated people pretend the world is or people pretend like the United States is, like there has to be cooperation amongst like international partners because it's not like you can't buy bamboo from you can't buy it in the United States because it it grows naturally in China. Yeah, and it's like China's the 